Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. You know, I've had several of you in the past that have had prayer requests, so I'm going to give you one from my heart. My older brother, my oldest brother, who is a Marine vet from Vietnam, he has contracted COVID. And he is in the hospital. He is a victim of Agent Orange. He is not in good health. And he has lung disease before this ever hit him. So I would ask you to put him on your prayers today and tomorrow. Uh, he just was entered into the hospital yesterday. And just to show you the lack of common sense and logic that has gone on with this pandemic. It took them over an hour, two hours, to get him admitted into the hospital. He was there in the emergency room. And it took them that long, and they had to do the COVID test, of course. And it took them that long to get him in. And my brother, my other brother, who happened to be with my brother when he needed to go to the hospital, and his daughter. They were with him all this, well, she was with him all this time, only one person in there at a time, but my other brother was with him in his home. He's the one who called the ambulance and had him taken. We didn't know he had COVID because he always has trouble breathing because of his lung disease. However, once they admitted him into the COVID ward, His daughter was no longer allowed to see him because he was considered restricted. But then they then they commenced to tell my other brother, who had been with him, and his daughter, who had been with Phil, that there was no quarantine required. This is the lack of common sense we are dealing with. So I would ask you, his, his name is Phil. You've heard him maybe, if you've listened very long, you've heard him call in every once in a while and give me a hard time to put him on your prayer list. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you. First, Father and foremost, we praise you for the God that you are. We know you are the God that knows everything. You are the creator of all life, the sustainer of life. You are our salvation. Your love and your grace and your mercy, you forgive us each and every time we fail thee. My heart is heavy for my brother right now, Father. I pray that you will give him comfort. Father, I ask that you help him survive this COVID. He is the one in the family we've been the most concerned about. (laughs) And I 
pray that you will be with him. Be with his daughter. As she has been separated, I know she's angry, she's frustrated. She's trying to get answers from the doctors. Be with him. Be with them. Be with us all. Father, I pray that you will open the hearts and the minds of this nation. I pray that you will open our eyes, that we may see, that we will know the truth, that may we see the wrongs and the lies, that we will recognize them, and that we will not be fooled. I pray that you will open our ears, that we may hear and know the truth and discern matters, to discern the truth from the lies, the deceptions that are upon us, and evaluate, evaluate what is actually being said, what is actually being done and for the purpose of things, not the deception. For those, Father, and there are many who believe they are in authority, I pray for a change of hearts, an awakening. Some days I want to pray your wrath be upon us, but I don't know that we could take it, Father even though we deserve it. But you have a remnant of people, a remnant of believers that are right here with you and that we are praying now, asking for guidance, asking for truth, asking for courage, asking for boldness, asking and needing wisdom. For we cannot sit back and expect someone else to do the work. It's time for your children to take responsibility and to lean on you. Again, Father, I pray for your protection. There are things going on now that we thought never would happen. For such a time as this, Father, we need you desperately. And I pray that you will be with me and be with Rudy. Be with my family, Father. Be with all those out there that are fighting. Some are fighting for their lives. Some are fighting for this nation. Again, for such a time as this, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So the title of today's show is Deception. When we are deceived, which we are right now, America is held captive. Captive by the lies and the deceptions. They're coming at us from all angles and all directions. Health, economy, gender, race, vocation, location, jobs, religion, freedom, speech, hate. Hate speech, environment, science, biology, endangered species, air, land, sea, me, you, the, the lies. They even lie about our very own Constitution. And the only way they get away with that is because we don't know it. Is it any wonder most Americans turn off the news? And stick their heads in the sand uh, figuratively. (laughs) I used to. And some evenings I wish I did now. It's tough. 
It's tough. Others that live with me, they don't want to hear that news. They're sick of it. They'll leave the room. They don't even want to be around me. I don't blame them. But we can't hide, America. We can no longer ignore the lies and the arrogance of D.C. occupiers. Tyranny is here. Marxism is here. And the reason I said captive is from this scripture. It says, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. What we are hearing, these deceptions of philosophy, <laughs> philosophy, these people that think they know more than you and me, they think they know more than God because they don't believe in a God. The empty deceptions. They will tell you, they will promise you this, they will promise you that. And then you are captive. You are in their web of control. You are their slaves. You are captive. Because you bought into their lies, their rhetoric, and their deception. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. What company are you keeping? What company do you think our representatives and senators are keeping? Representative Paul Gosar said, If you let politicians break the law during an emergency, they will create an emergency in order to break the law. And that has happened. And it is continuing to happen. And there's only one way to stop it. And that's you and me. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. the time for all good Americans to come to the aid of their country. For the past several months, I've been sharing with you a newsletter, Voice of the Patriot. Like Thomas Paine's Common Sense, circulate and share these newsletters with freedom-loving Americans, friends, neighbors, family. Beginning with Voice of the Patriot newsletter number six, start sharing with your elected officials. We must take steps to restore our republic. As nightfall does not come at once, neither does oppression. In both instances, there's a twilight where everything remains seemingly unchanged. And it is in such twilight that we must be aware of change in the air, however slight, lest we become unwitting victims of the darkness, tyranny. We're burning daylight, America. Tomorrow might be too late. Request your copy of Voice of the Patriot today. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. And we have a charge of listening to TSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to continue with my monologue, if you will let me. I want to continue there, and I want you to listen, if you can, to stop letting the D.C. occupiers rule by lies. They've gotten away with it because we have allowed them to get away with it. There is no rescue coming. We've said this before. No one man or one woman who can stop. There is no one man, there is no one woman who can stop this corruption in D.C. or in your state, your city, your town, your country. County. It is up to you. Not up to your neighbor. It is up to you. Even Mark Levin is saying this. I've been telling you this for a long time. Liberty is in the hands of the people, but first the people must recognize it and lust for it in their hearts. They must recognize the absence of it. Do you realize you are no longer living liberty? You're not a free people. And you haven't been for a long time. I wrote an article years ago about the land of pretending. We pretend we're free. We're not free. Tyranny has happened, and it happened through the legislature. It is Congress that took over this nation. You have to do it. But like I said, first you must recognize that it's missing. It's not for you. If you won't do it for you, then for your children. 
your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews. Who is it that's precious to you that you want and don't care whether they live in slavery, in communism? You know what's coming. It's not going to be pretty. Thomas Paine's crisis said, if there be, if there must be trouble, let it be in my day that my child may have peace. And this single reflection, well applied, is sufficient at awakening every man to duty. Every woman. A mother will fight a bear for her children. Will you not fight a corrupt bunch of D.C. occupiers? Do you know what was happening in those days that Thomas Paine would say such a thing? It wasn't a pandemic. It was tyranny. And that's what it is today. It's not a pandemic. It's tyranny. Oh, yes, the virus exists. I have a brother, very sick, maybe dying. Because of COVID, because of China, because the Democrat Party allowed this. I still believe that in my heart. I have no proof. He lived it. He saw it. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country. But he that stands by it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. Do you think that some of the talking heads you listen to, do you think that they're going to care? Do you think they're going to be like the summer soldiers and the sunshine patriots who just kind of fade away and go, whatever happens, happens, you know, we'll deal with it later? That's kind of what the Senate's doing. We're going to deal with it later. Well, it's too late now because they've allowed this. The Republicans. <laughs> I noticed Levin had uh, uh, last night. Um, yeah, I'm a Levin fan now. I didn't used to be, but I am now. Only on TV. He had uh, Newt Gingrich on last night. But before he had Newt on, he went after the Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> what are they thinking? Why do they keep giving in? Because, Mark, there is no difference in D.C. There is a few, maybe a few. He said he thought the Republicans in the House got it, but he didn't think the Republicans in the Senate got it. Well, let me tell you something. These people work together. I watched it down here in the state of Missouri. They would pass something one place knowing it wouldn't pass in the other or vice versa. They are playing a system to stay in control. And they will vote one way or the other so that they can be on a list. When they know that particular item is bundled with something else, they'll vote one way or the other so they can excuse themselves from it later. Well, I had to vote against that because such and such was on this bill. Or I had to vote for that because such and such was on this bill. They're deceiving you. They are deceiving you and they have been for over a hundred years. Yes, it's been that long. But it has escalated in the last several decades. To where it's, 
recognizable now that it's tyranny that they are doing. So what do you want me to do, Beth? I want you to pray. God called me to pray on this, and it wasn't because he wanted to hear my pretty little voice. Because he wants you to pray. He called me to pray in front of you because he wants you to pray. And he wanted to make sure I did pray. Because I'm no different than anyone else. I forget to pray some days. The Bible tells us to live in continual prayer. Pray, America, and then you must act. Make those phone calls. Study your Constitution and your Bill of Rights. Read that Declaration of Independence. The patriots of old. They were just men. They were just women. Levin says go to those corporate board meetings. Write letters. Send them. Go to the meetings, the school board meetings, the city meetings, the council meetings. Run for office. Make the phone calls, I say again, and pray. Voice of the Patriot letters. Do you have them? Pass them around. Share them with people you trust for the first few of them. And then start sharing them with representatives, with councilmen, with school board members. They need to know you're watching them. You're paying attention to what they're doing. They need to know that. And they will act. Or they will get out of the way. This isn't about me. And this isn't about you. This is about America's future. America is the absolute last hope of freedom throughout the world. And we are in a crisis. We are in a chaos. And the world is in a crisis and chaos, too. We look like we don't know what we're doing because we don't know what we're doing. The administration that we have now, the Democrat Party, they don't want freedom. They don't want constitutional freedom. They want complete control, tyranny. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. That's out of Ephesians 5, 6. Jeremiah 29 says, For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Do not let your prophets, who are in the midst of your diviners, deceive you. And do not listen to the dreams which they dream. They had corruption. People that were supposed to be their leaders, they were corrupted. They were deceiving them. And in Galatians, and I'll finish with this, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. And I think of Adam Schiff when he was sitting there saying, God help us, as if he was trying to cry cry out for help from God. For what? To kill more babies? To throw more viruses into the senior health places? <laughs> I'm not even think of the word now. I'm so upset. You have got to get with it, folks. We have got to start taking a grip, taking hold of this nation. We can't let them continue this. And if they continue it, 
we have to make sure they leave office. I have shared that one quote with you numerous times. We're about out of time for this segment here. Numerous times I've told you. But you need to pay attention. Because Thomas Jefferson warned us of the tyranny of the legislature. He said it was the most to be feared. He knew it was coming. Mark Levin mentioned that last night. He warned us. But we're not paying attention. Do we really think we're in good hands in D.C.? Do you really think you're in good hands, New York? California? Even Missouri. I like our guy, but he's not always, not always protecting my liberty. Not always. And what about this representative, this gal, this, what's her name? Bush. Telling you to suck it up. Well, it's time we told them they're going to do some sucking up. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. While the nation suffers because of bad leadership in this country, dictatorship, tyranny, Obama had a big party, turned 60 years old. They said he scaled it down, but according to the pictures, it's not necessarily that scaled down. And nobody was supposed to take pictures, but the singer-songwriter who was up on stage performing, and I don't know who this is, I couldn't even begin to pronounce it, Eureka Badu? I don't know her. Anyway, she talked him into coming up on stage, and while he was dancing with her, she turned around and took a selfie. Showed everyone looking on. They were all very close, not masked. Even though they did hand out masks, it said uh, that uh, golden na- gold napkins, masks, and backstage passes were emblazoned with 44 by 60 and bathroom emeritus, including antiperspirant wipes, a lint, a roller lint, you know, take the lint off of your clothes, and Advil, according to the pictures. I wasn't there. I wasn't invited. You know, Advil for the pain after you do all that dancing, I guess. <laughs> it's arrogance, my friends. It's arrogance. In your face, America, you peasants. You go ahead and wear the mask, you peasants. You go ahead and social distance, you peasants. You go ahead and we'll separate you from your loved ones in the hospital, peasants. We'll do whatever we want. Well, Levin went after the Republicans for this infrastructure bill that they're about to pass. Because the Republicans on the senator's side are are going to let it pass. Mitch McConnell, one of the biggest rhinos of all. I don't know when was the last time we had anybody head of the Senate that was truly conservative. Yeah. I can't remember either. And, uh, you know, I was thinking last night about Boehner. Well, Boehner was in the House, and then Paul was in the House. Paul Ryan was in the House. They weren't conservative. 
I'm not so sure about Kevin all the time. <laughs> because they play this game. It's a game of chess for them. To stay in control or just have enough control to make it look like they did you a favor out there, America, and so you'll reelect them. And they're getting rich. Levin didn't say that. But I'm telling you that. They're getting wealthy. I don't know the net worth of all of them. But the majority of them are a lot more, are a lot wealthier than what they get paid on their salaries. And their salaries are good. And I'm not against giving them a good salary. I'm against them taking advantage of it, of their positions. You need to call the Senate now. I haven't heard this morning. I know that they stopped the debate. I don't know if they brought it to a vote, but you need to call, and you need to call often. 202-224-3121. After the vote, you still need to call them and say you're going to be sorry. If they're in your state, you find somebody else that's going to run against them. Not a Democrat against them, another Republican, a conservative Republican. Well, the former president, who was really elected and then not put in office, Donald Trump, he warned against the bipartisan infrastructure deal, calling it the beginning of the Green New Deal. And that's exactly what it is. They've got stuff in there that has nothing to do with infrastructure. And they're coming out with this other thing that they're going to pass. I don't know why they even separated them, because they're going to be one. They're going to get married, and they're going to be one. So, the bill is currently in the Senate. This was written yesterday. And this is not an infrastructure bill. This is the beginning of the Green New Deal. And that's exactly what it is. Let me tell you something. When you have a bill that's 2,000 pages, vote against it. You tell your senators, you tell your representatives, vote against it. Bring it down to 12 pages where we can all read it. And then we'll let you know how to vote. Anything that's 2,000 pages ain't good, America. It's full of stuff. It's going to control your life, control your jobs, control the land, control the air, control your children. It's not about putting down new bridges or pavement. It's not about that. And really, that should be taken care of state by state, except on interstates. It shouldn't be that big a deal. How much money do we send up there? How much is getting wasted? Melody warns us they can't, they can't cut it. Well, I, I disagree with her a little bit. I believe they can cut it. I believe we could cut a lot of jobs up there, America. <laughs> you and I need to make those phone calls. 202-224-3121. Put it in your phone. I don't think they have speed dial anymore. I think that changed with all these smartphones. So they're advancing it. I just got this, and I haven't even read it yet. The state advances to wrap up, I'm sorry, the Senate advances to wrap up a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill. 
The Senate has agreed to wrap up in the one trillion bipartisan bill through a test vote. <laughs> a test vote? In the 67 to 27 vote, 18 Republicans joined with Democrats to support moving forward on the legislation, clearing the key procedural hurdle. More votes, mostly on amendments, are needed before the Senate can approve the measure. It's unclear when the final vote will happen. What in the world is a test vote? The Senate... Democrats need 10 Republican voters votes to pass the legislation, which is one of the top priorities on President Joe Biden's agenda. You see, the Republicans couldn't do that for Donald Trump. Remember that? Mitch McConnell couldn't get it done when it was Trump there. But now that it's Biden and it's all going to be the Green New Deal and climate change and control, control, control... He's going to get her done. He's got 13 Republicans that are going to vote his way. Or was it 18? I already messed up. 18. Above and beyond the 10 that they need. Oh, Mitch McConnell says, let me help you, Democrats. Let me help you. 202-224-3121. Leave a specific message for him. And all those 18 Democrats, I mean Republicans, which I named yesterday, uh, last week to you. Republicans and Democrats have radically different visions these days. But both those via, but visions include, include physical infrastructure that works for all our citizens. All right, then take 2,000 pages away and bring it down to 12. Bring it down to 12 pages. Let America read what this infrastructure is all about. But you see, it's not about you, America. Rudy stood up. No, I was just going to say half of the trillion dollars is physical infrastructure. The rest is something else. So, bring it highways down. and bridges. Half of it. Half of it. So, half a trillion? How yeah. much is half a trillion? 500 billion. <laughs> Five hundred billion, I think. How many zeros is that? Five hundred fifty billion, I think, is what they said was actually for physical infrastructure. I can't even say the word. Infrastructure. It's just got me riled up. It's got you riled up. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> he stood up. <laughs> of course, he doesn't sit down often. America, you need to make the phone calls. You need to make the phone calls. They are legislating tyranny against you in this infrastructure bill. And it's not going to stop. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Sorry, it's bad news. But you need to wake up. And we'll be right back. As a 
business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business, and larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend Cover Wallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. Cover Wallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call Cover Wallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. John O'Leary is coming to Springfield's Vitae Foundation's annual pro-life event. As a curious nine-year-old, O'Leary played with fire and gasoline and created a massive explosion, burning 100% of his body. This epic story of survival is one of that embraces life and its importance when the odds are stacked against you. John's emotional storytelling, sharp wit, and authenticity make each of his presentations truly transformational. John has inspired millions from top corporate executives to those overcoming their own suffering. He's authored two books, including the number one national bestseller, On Fire, The Seven Choices to Ignite a Radically Inspired Life. John supports Vitae's pro-woman approach, which effectively reaches women facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources. Come see John O'Leary at the Vitae Foundation Springfield Pro-Life event on Friday, August 27th at the White River Conference Center in Springfield, Missouri. Get your tickets at adsforlife.org. That's adsforlife.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products. 
but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Enter promo code VATHAN or call 1-800-978-6168. Enter promo code VATHAN or call 1-800-978-6168. You know, Mondays are kind of hard sometimes. I, I take myself away from the news most of the weekend and then start up again around 7 o'clock on Sunday nights. And I, I wasn't feeling really well this weekend. I had uh, a run of migraines. And, uh, but, when Monday morning comes and I start looking at all the news, it's almost overwhelming. Just overwhelming. We are under such, you know, I have a heavy heart for this country. For you. For what's coming ahead. Don't go dramatic, Beth. Don't be overdramatic. Well, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not trying to be overdramatic. I'm looking at what's actually happening. They're not. They're making stuff up. But here is here is an article from. Um, I'm trying to think where this one came from. Uh, I believe this one was from the uh, the uh, American Greatness. No, it, this one was from uh, Western Journal. It's, it was a video with it. I can't show you the video. It's suspected. Well, they know they were. They're not suspected. You can see in the video, Antifa agitators, they sabotaged a prayer event and attacked worshipers. And I suspect nothing happened to these fellas. You know, unlike the people on January 6th that are still behind bars and not allowed to see their lawyers. An evangelical Christian group <clears throat> gathered peacefully on Saturday afternoon at a downtown park near the Portland waterfront for a worship service. When dozens of armed Antifa terrorists carrying shields and dressed in black showed up Put an end to it. Journalist Andy uh, Ingio posted video of the incident. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a target for them. He is risking his life every time he walks out his door. In the first video below, and it shows the video, and it shows what they did. They come up in the worshiper's face, pushing them about to where the worshiper has to push his hands up and push back. One worshiper is asking, what are you mad about? Another says, we speak peace to you in Jesus' name. The agitator moves toward this man, shouting, you can't really understand what he's shouting, as the rest of the group closes in on the worshipers, the rest of the Antifa group. An Antifa member grabs the microphone to announce that all cops are, and he calls a bad name, in the name of Jesus, he says. Amen. God will not be mocked, America. We cannot allow Antifa and the BLM to mock God, to attack worshipers. We cannot allow the Democrat Party, the governors of the Democrat states, 
to tell you you cannot go to church, to tell you you cannot pray in the park. We cannot allow this. When are you going to put an end to it? Why do you think they want to defund the police? Because they want to own the police. That's why. Well, they took their equipment and they threw it in the water. These people need to not just be arrested. They need to be sent out of this country never to come back. If they hate this nation, get out of it. America is a place of freedom. America is a place of prayer, open prayer. We can have it at the ball games. We can have it in our high schools. We can have it anywhere we want. And they need to get out. They don't want to hear a prayer? Walk away. They don't have to believe. But they can't stop you from believing. And if you're letting them, then you need to question how deep your love for the Lord is. You know, I had this idea a few weeks ago. We were going to do rapid topics. But I can't do it because I get stuck on them. They infuriate me so much. What do you think? What county do you live in? What would you think if if these masked people, they were in solid black, they looked like ninjas. Yes, Pelosi, the head prostitute of the Temple of Democracy. They look like ninja coming in to take the Christians out. And that's what they did. They accomplished what they set out to do. We're in trouble, America. These are troubling times. These are the times to try men's souls. Men who care about freedom. Women who care about liberty. If you care about your children, your grandchildren. What are you going to do? Is it that much work to pick up the phone? Is it that much work to go to a meeting and to voice an opinion? To write a letter, to pass a letter that somebody else wrote. Is it that much work to pass it on? The eighth letter shall be coming pretty soon. Here are some topics. This just popped in. I haven't even read them. I'm just reading you the headlines. Texas State Trooper ramp up arrest of illegal alien trespassers. Here's another one. Well, that's the infrastructure one. Excuse me. Here's one I thought was interesting, and I want you to stop and think about this, because this is exactly what's going to happen. Fauci is encouraging the FDA to hurry up with their approval on these vaccines. Says, Fauci expects a flood of COVID vaccine mandates after the FDA approves it. They're coming after you. Rudy read something today that uh, our representative here in the state of Missouri, Sarah Walsh, has COVID, and her husband is very, very ill with it. Very, very ill. It was a nasty comment on her Facebook page because she didn't get a vaccine. And they want everyone who is unvaccinated to die and get out of their way. They ignore the science. They ignore the statistics and the data that are showing 
and I have relatives who got the vaccine who have gotten this Delta virus now, this Delta variant, and it's coming in from the borders because that's what people do. They spread disease. We have all these illegals coming across the border, and it's just rampant. It's coming from the south and moving north because that's what viruses do. Now, this is not a plague. I looked up the difference between the plague and the pandemic. A plague is a bacteria. You can't treat a bacteria infection. Not really. I could be wrong. I need these, I need these doctors on with me. A virus really doesn't... I'm going to take that back. Viruses don't really help the uh, antibacteria. It's for the bacteria. Excuse me. Not for virus. There you go. There. You I got it backwards. Yeah. yeah. But the bacteria are different than the viruses. So the bubonic plague was a bacteria. It was not a virus. So I remember he's saying, I don't know. I said, well, I know that when I looked that up today. I'm speaking very simply here because I want you to understand <laughs> that all these mandates, all these regulations, everything that they're doing right now is not going to stop the virus. And it makes no sense. And it's time that you stood up to bring America home. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is, again, the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com to begin that restoration. <laughs> 